It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. And action, away we go. Welcome to Here's Your Freaking Podcast with the Jason Lee and Cluck Show. Good to have you along for the ride. Uh, thanks for checking out the podcast. If you get the opportunity, please share it on social media. Spread the word around there a little bit. Uh, let your friends know if they're like-minded, humor-wise, and they will enjoy this podcast. Don't forget, you can get all the podcasts, uh, almost 300 episodes, and you can also stay up to date, all things JLNK, just by heading over to the website, jlnkshow.com. All right, what are we going to learn here today? We're going to learn how to role-play. Oh, Shantae. What, what's the number one thing that keeps you from role-playing? Having to bring it up. Embarrassment. Yep. It's Actually, embarrassment is the number one reason why sexually we don't do a lot of stuff that we would like to try because... I don't know how to broach the subject. God, no. We'll learn today how to bring up the... Uh, how to bring up the role play. We're also going to learn about... Do you like costumes? <laughs> Why don't I, we go to Spirit Halloween the day after Halloween and buy a bunch of stuff? Why, I am a wealthy businessman, and I am here <laughs> for intercourse. Uh, we'll, we'll find out about smashed balls. We'll find, about getting, uh, find out about getting eaten by foxes. We'll find, uh, find out about... And this is going to be interactive with... Actually, a homework assignment with the podcast this week, if you... If you've got some spare time later today, I'm going to direct you to a website that's full of hilarity, and it'll also uh, point out just how lame all of us are. Uh, we'll talk about the worst person on the planet, which is also very, very funny, so we'll get to that here in a little bit. Let's start right here with uh, vanity license plates. I had tons of them back in the day. What was your favorite vanity license plate that you had? I drove a 1969 Lincoln Continental in okay. high school and college. My license plate was 1569. Right, because it was a 1969. Yeah, but also, you know, 69. Right. <laughs> I think my. I thought it was clever as shit. Yeah, it's, it's clever, all right. For how old were you? Uh, I was 17, 18. Okay. Uh, right around the same age, I got my first vanity license plates and my and my favorite vanity license plates that I ever had. And it's funny because I didn't know that it was a, I didn't know that it was a euphemism. I thought it was a Van Halen record, but I had license plates that said "Diver Down," like the Van Halen album. Oh. I think it was "Diver Down 6. Uh, because it was the six. Because one through five had been taken away. <laughs> uh, yeah, or whatever the whatever whatever number Diver Down was in the Van Halen catalog. That's the uh, that's the, the the you know whatever number it was. It's about oral sex. And then it was there's I was, oral sex fan. Look at him go. I was in a Dairy Queen drive-through, and the dude behind <laughs> the glass was like, "Nice," and I'm like, "What?" And he said, "Diver Down." I said, "Oh yeah, yeah." I said, uh, "Yeah, you Van Halen fan." He said, "What?" I said, what? And he said, Van Halen. I said, yeah. And he said, yeah, okay. I said, it's a Van Halen album. He goes, I think it means oral sex. I said, oh, yeah, I guess it does. Hey, what are all the adults in the town goes, oh, here comes old Jason oral sex yeah. doing burnouts. <laughs> What's the matter? Was muff diver taken? <laughs> you loser. <laughs> Ass eater. <laughs> Ass man. <laughs> well, here's, I'll give you out, uh, I'll give out some of the vanity plates here that were rejected by the great state of Ohio, the great state of Ohio, and some of the people that thought that they were going to be able to slip this by. Uh, N-U-T-Z-A-K. Not Zach. <laughs> Why would you want that on your license plate? Oh, he's got testicles. He's got a nut sack, everybody. B O O B 33. Boobs. T 
T-U-R-D. <laughs> Turd. Turd. <laughs> P-R-O. Turd pro. <laughs> said, Turd pro. Uh, D-R-U- I, I do like now that the BMV has a website where you can go and like, see what they're going to look like, but they'll also tell you if it's yeah. declined or rejected. No, 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 not for you. Uh, Turd pro was rejected. D-R-U-G. Drug? D- D-L-R. Drug dealer. S-L-U-T. <laughs> B-U-S. Slot bus. <laughs> why, oh my God, why does everybody look at me at red lights? If yeah, because you're, you're driving the fucking slot bus. Oh, no, that's a fucking guy who got that license plate. Do you think a girl's going to get into a car for a date? You're going to take me on what? The slut bus? Can I call some friends? <laughs> They're never going to believe this. Uh, F-bombs, B-O-M-B-S, B-N-D, O-V-R. Bend over, classy. I-P-A-L-O-T. I P a lot. Two, F-N, slow. Too fucking slow. I like that one. That was pretty all right. My favorite that got rejected, sadly, 2020, F-U. Okay. That's a pretty good one. Slut bus. <laughs> I'm like, oh, is everybody always looking at me when I'm driving? Yeah, I got passed by nutsack while I was driving slut bus. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I never got a sexual connotation on my license plate, but... One fine 69. You well, just said it. Yeah, okay, but it wasn't that obvious. At least I didn't think at the time. <laughs> everybody driving Bobby probably thought, not of that kid's wildest fucking dreams. <laughs> I wish I could go back and tell 17-year-old me, you won't need to worry about that particular thing for like six more years, fella. (laughs) No, nobody's going to want to put their face in your lap for a long, long time, young man. (laughs) You know, the longer you have this license plate, the further away that's going to be for you, Dick Weevil. (laughs) You'll never never outrun the trashiness of this license plate. All right, so let's get the heavy lifting out of the way. I thought it was fucking smooth. I'm like, oh, it's a 69 car, but they'll never get the other reference. Uh Uh-huh. Slut bus. Now, sexual fantasies can be about uh, transcending yourself and feeling creative and liberated in a completely different way, according to the experts, free from the constraints of everyday life. Now, role play, they say, is a good way to explore elements of BDSM uh, and other stuff like that. They say certain role play with characters and costumes for some means that you try on a persona that matches them. If that person is more dominant or submissive, it allows you the space to explore being dominant or submissive within the context of the character. So as long as you're the character, it's not a reflection of the pervert that you are. You're like, whoa, I was just playing a character. Plus, like, my biggest sexual fantasy is being anybody but myself. But yourself. But yourself. So... But it's it's one of those things that, like, yeah, I believe I'm probably really, really into, but I'm too fucking embarrassed and humiliated to bring up to my wife, so I'm just like... What did you just say? I didn't say... That was the character. The character was talking. It wasn't me. It was the character. That's the... the but that's, also, it's like Schrodinger's box. Like, if I, if I don't bring it up, then I know that she might be into it or might not, but if I bring it up and she's disgusted and wants no part of it... Then I'm I'm out of luck. Yeah, you're like, yeah, I thought that was gross, I'm too. Like, I'm glad we're on the same page. Has, that sexual ship has sailed. It's out there in the oceans with threesomes and now other they, stuff. They say sexy role play can run from a few lines of casual dirty talk to playing out some pretty intense scenes. So whatever road you take, um, know that if you laugh or break character, it's not a big deal. 
just jump back into character and, and go along. Now, there's some experts that uh, they sought out for some tips on the best possible role-playing imaginable. All right, let's begin at the beginning. How do you talk to your partner about role-play? I, th- I, I, think, I don't know. Tell me. I think what we've always heard was you kind of have to bullshit your way around it by saying, you know, I had this weird, crazy dream. I think that's what we've learned more than anything else. You know, it's funny because I never tell, I, like, I, I don't really dream, but, but, but if you're my wife, then he only dreams about weird sex stuff <laughs> and wants to tell me about it all the time. Yeah, you should probably start making up some Monday <laughs> shit. You're like, I forgot. I've, I had a dream last night. I forgot to pay the cable bill. They turned off the cable. <laughs> I was late for work and I couldn't get to work and the work kept getting farther and farther away. <laughs> She wonders, he's probably over there dreaming something perverted right now. No, nope. look at the way he's pawing at his genitals in his sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta pay the cable bill. I gotta pay the cable bill. So how do you talk to your partner? Hey, I'm a doctor and you're an amputee. <laughs> this is a long play game. This is clearly not a short play game. So you have to make up some bullshit dreams. You're like, ah, crazy dream last night that I was late for work and then nothing fucking happened and it wasn't a big deal. And then you can start kind of, you're like, man, I had a crazy dream last night. But on the other hand, though, like what if my embarrassment of bringing it up is the only thing that's keeping me from unlocking a world of like sexual like insanity? Well, here's how you bring it up. Great way to let your partner know about role play that you'd like to try is to introduce the role play scenario as a fantasy. Like, say you want uh, you want to be the patient to a naughty nurse. The next time you and your partner are sharing sexual fantasies, oh, oh people share those things. Yeah, no, that doesn't happen. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> you got a better chance of sharing my coffee. Uh, tell them that you've gotten aroused by the idea of thinking. <laughs> I've, so I've, you, know what, you know what aroused me this week? <laughs> I've gotten aroused by thinking about a nurse going down on me during a routine exam. Those are the things you're supposed you're supposed to work that in somehow. But it's also weird because, like, okay, so you take yourself a significant other. Like, I can trust my wife with any piece of information about me except that Mm-mm. stuff. No. I'd be afraid to be like, that's fucking gross. You want to fuck the nurse? I'd be like, no. 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 From there, after you, whatever, what? after you describe the, the situation, you smoothly transition into bringing that scenario into life. It can help to be, uh, it says, it can help to make an open-ended ask. For example, what do you think? How could we make that happen? What would make that scene hot for you? And what else can we add? I looked down and realized she's still on her phone and wasn't even listening. I'm right. Like, Never mind. I guess I'll go retire to the masturbatorium. Oh, I'm sorry. All I heard is you want to fuck a nurse? Well, no. Yes, but no. Okay, so I'm a homeless guy. And you're a do-gooder with a bag of bread. (laughs) (laughs) You come feed me like the ducks. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. See, I'm standing outside by the garage with a will work for food sign. They say you've got to set boundaries. Um, After you've decided what the larger scenario will be, like a stripper customer, a shoplifter, a store manager, oh, stepbrother, you need to talk about boundaries with your partner. This ensures that you have... Yeah, by the way, the step thing, that's probably way the fuck off limits to bring up with your significant other. It's third on the list of the most popular. I'm looking at it right now. Stepmom, stepson. You need boundaries, so talk about them with your partner. Let's say if you're playing out the classic teacher-student scenario, some examples. What to ask your partner? What can you call them? 
Um, wait, what? It says... Call they, me Floyd. It Hi, says, G. <laughs> it says they may be into dirty slut and good little whore, but very opposed to the word bitch. Are they comfortable with spanking? How hard? What objects are you using? How about choking? How about hair pulling? Uh, what about a less aggressive scene or a more tender sexual experience? I don't know. Hey, you know what's worse than bringing it up? Going through the details of what you like. Oh, yeah. No thanks. The only time it's you even feel sort of comfortable is like when you're getting ready to get into the mood for the act, but like afterwards you're like, so let's do a play-by-play. Let's hit the tape and tell me what you liked and didn't like. They say you got to establish safe words. We know what those are. They say go slow. Ease into it. You can always change one small thing for the next time or change your name. Use an accent. Pretend to meet your sexual partner for the first time. There's lots of different dynamics. An accent. It's a me, a Mario. Oh, they say more advanced role players take their characters out of the bedroom. The easiest way to take any fantasy, no matter how common, to the next level is to hit the road. Arrange a meetup with your partner in a public place, a stranger's, a sex worker's, whatever. Sex clubs have a lot of themed nights. Be encouraged to dress up, role play, even add a third, a fourth, or a fifth in your role play scenario. Wait, add more people? Yeah. That, that's that's I fucking... W- wouldn't say that out loud. No. Nope. Okay, here's the role play <laughs> ideas. Say, so I have a fantasy of fucking you and like three other women at the same time. You don't eh? say. Eh? Eh? All right, so here's the top role play ideas. Uh, teacher, student, doctor, patient, shoplifter, security guard, prison guard, prisoner, military captain, cadet, obviously stepmom, stepson. Hey, stuck sex. I mean, well, I can see why that would be fun because it's relatively easy and inexpensive. You stick your hand on a couch cushion and you don't move it. You're like, oh no, the washing machine has got me again. They say it's where one person is being penetrated, uh, pretends to be stuck in a smaller area. Ah, my hand's in the toilet. Hey, sleeper, home invader, boss, employee, maid, employer, babysitter, son. So there's your role play ideas. Hey, good <laughs> luck, man. Good luck with that. Hey, guy all taking, of that. Humiliating. Guy taking a shit in the unisex bathroom and woman yeah. who bursts it on him. Ah. <laughs> Occupino! <laughs> Come back with a warrant! <laughs> Maybe that's my problem. Maybe it's the scenarios I broach. Alright, uh, here, here's your homework uh, until next week. Just get yourself a good laugh. Go to menshealth.com. Alright. And uh, yeah, just Google Men's Health Magazine. Uh, 45 best sex positions every couple should try. This is for you to learn at home, but more importantly, you just got to check out the... Wow, there's 45 of them, huh? The the illustrations that accompany it. I'll I'll, I'll give you a couple here, for example. I'll throw some out. Uh, I'll give you the name for it, and then you tell me. Face Off? What do you think that is? And there's a drawing that goes with every one of these, and every drawing is more funny than is funnier hey, than the one before it. I'm looking at these. All right, that one's not too complicated. But also, let's say you're a guy who works in the men's health graphic department. They're like, make some sex pictures for me. Yeah, can't wait. Uh, the face off is basically she sits in your lap and you're face to face. Now, what about the socket? Oh, I'm looking at it right now. You're laying down and like you guys are fitting together like a it's like, like a couple of plugs. It's like reverse. 
cowgirl, but her feet go up by your head, and her hands and head go down by your feet. It's like a 69, but your genitals are doing all the work. Uh, the standing O, uh, they've got the little dipper, they've got the 69 bridge. Yeah, I'm looking at that right now, you ain't fucking doing that. Nah, most of us have outgrown that. It's a, it's a, it's a fine 69, Warren, hey. except uh, the young lady is, uh, instead of breast down, she's back down. So she's bending over backwards and sucking your dick. Yeah, probably not going to happen. And if you can pull this off, then congratulations for you still being, you know, relatively nimble. Yep. Yeah, you'll break a neck or a back. Uh, they got, you know, the typical stuff, you know, like the reverse cowgirl. They got the lazy man, which is just, again, she's hey, sitting on your lap. Hey, that's me. Hey, the the David Copperfield. Uh, this sex position is for partners who prefer a strong upward stroking motion. Place a pillow under the hips to tilt the pelvis up, bend their knees so they can place their feet on your shoulder blades. Uh, it's an oral routine, Warren. Ah. Uh, yeah, they have stuff in here called, like, the pretzel, yourself on a shelf, the gee whiz, man's best. Oh, no, no. What is this? This doesn't look good. Oh, it's called man's best friend. Uh, it looked like he was the one who was on all fours, if you know what I mean. Uh, the butter churner, the ballet dancer, the iron chef, the, uh... HT, oh my God. Uh, so take some time. It's Men's Health Magazine and just uh, 45 sex positions that you have to try. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, about 10 of them are doable. The rest of them look like you're going to walk like a limp. You're yeah. going to walk with a limp there's for one, a week. There's one called the pretzel. I'm like, I'd be interested with a soft pretzel, maybe some dipping cheese. Yeah. All right. I didn't know this. Um, the British version of the show Top Gear. That was the original, because there's there's Top Gear America, but the OG one was the, the British one with the three guys. Yeah, Jeremy Clarkson was one of the guys. Yeah. In, in his post-show life, he runs something called Diddly, Diddly Squat Farms. This is where his man bits were involved in a no-win collision with a cow that he was trying to herd. Uh, he's now affectionately calling the cow Bruce Lee. The cow... It started when the cow was trying to kick Clarkson. After failing to connect, however, the cow then lowered his head between Clarkson's legs and raised it sharply. Basically, a reverse headbutt right into the nuts. Yikes. Now, Clarkson is home recovering from what he describes hey, as... If you're home recovering after a shot to the nuts, that was pretty bad. Smashed testicles. They smashed the cow smashed his nuts. <laughs> what? Do they come back into shape or do they stay flat? I don't know. They say home recovering, so I assume they eventually kind of go back to where they were supposed to be. So you have to like, put your thumb in your mouth and blow real hard and it'll kind of inflate again? Yeah. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Here's a gruesome story. A woman's body was found. Never heard of this before. If you see a fox, what is your first thing? Your first thought about a fox? Dude, we had foxes living in our yard all spring long. It was great. They're so adorable. Yeah, they make that cute little squeaking sound. And uh, outside of that, I think they like to have the their chins scratched. And Yeah, dude I know has got an Instagram account because he has foxes for house pets. And they, all they do is play all day long. A woman's body was found eaten by foxes. After she left her car when it broke down on the side of the road, the 55-year-old woman 
Uh, this happened in Scotland. She was eaten by wildlife. That wildlife was, was foxes. The woman's car broke down. She called the roadside assistance, and then she took a stroll while waiting for them to arrive. She went and walked in the fields nearby. She walked into the wrong neighborhood. Police located her body close to where her car was using sniffer dogs. Whoa, they believe foxes or badgers were responsible for mauling the woman. I don't know. I've seen foxes, man. They were in my backyard. They don't seem like you... I mean, they seem about cat size. You can kind of fight them off, right? I think you could totally beat up a fox. I mean, they seem a little wily. But what do you learn about badgers? They'll fuck you up, man. Yeah. Rather than waiting with the vehicle, she got out she walked away. She then died as she had been going through the fields, they say. At around 11.20 p.m. on Saturday night, police were called to an abandoned car. The death is not being treated as suspicious, and the report was submitted to the uh, to the prosecutor's office. And uh, when they submitted it, they said, no, there's nothing fishy going on here. Wow. That's nuts, man. Yeah. They seem so playful and fun. Now imagine you open up your Instagram account today, and you're like, oh, cool, what's going on, Instagram? Oh, my God, there's a sex doll in my image being sold on my Instagram page. I would only be upset if they weren't slicing me in on the action. They weren't exactly selling it on this woman's Instagram page, but they were using her Instagram page to promote a sex doll that the company had used after stealing the woman's identity. Uh, the woman is an Israeli model. She says Doll Studios used her likeness from social media, copied her down to a beauty mark on her face, and then created a sex doll around it. She says it's obviously based on her since they gave the sex doll her name. It's all fun and games to see the box show up at your creepy neighbor's apartment. You're like, oh, no. That's me. He's like, I know. The woman says she doesn't have anything against the company or sex dolls, but she does have a problem with the fact that they never talked to her about it and they stole her identity to make money. She's talking with lawyers now about how to get the dolls taken off shelves, saying that uh, uh, once they're off the shelves, then maybe we can sit down and talk. Which means, obviously, she was cut in on the action. Yeah. All right, this is this makes you the worst, the worst person on the planet. Um, well, you'll get it. Uh, I'm trying to find this dude's age. His name is Tom. He's 20 years old. He's telling his embarrassing story. He did it on TikTok. He's got over a million views. Hilarious comments. A young man told his followers that his mom contacted him in their family group chat to declare that she had discovered his what? Porno? Oh, no. Worse. Worse than porno. The man shared a screenshot a screenshot of his text message with his mother that read, <clears throat> Can I get rid of that fake vagina that's in your drawer under your bed, Tom? <laughs> Out of group chat? Come on, Mom. I was looking for a sheet in case you thought I was being nosy. Oh, man. You don't want your, one, you don't want your mom finding that, too. You certainly don't want her fucking touching it. Leave it alone. Uh, The man replied, Happy New Year. I'm never coming home. The mom continued to troll her son. Subsequently sending a snap of the toy in the family thread. The family... Thread. And now she's laying it on. <laughs> I'm looking for paperwork for a new last name. Don't know me. Nothing. Uh, the fake vagina was a flashlight, mm. if you're concerned. Okay. Because 
Uh, she did take a photo of the flashlight and then captioned it. Anyone want one of these torches? She said under a photo of uh, the flashlight. Flashlight, flashlight. One on the right doesn't appear to have anywhere to put the battery, she said. So embarrassing. Why would she do this to him? Um, I mean, everybody else in the family probably thought it was fucking hilarious. Yeah, everybody's chiming in. She put that on a family group chat? Somebody else says, your mother humbled you really quick. Meanwhile, several other people obviously were, were uh, chiming in. Uh, hey, part of this is your fault. Why would you not at least wrap it in a pair of socks or something to do a better job of hiding it? That's also true. Yeah. Uh, but the point is, they yeah, out also, why would you keep it in a drawer where your mother typically stores the sheets? <laughs> so I guess it's both people's fault here, ah! but it's definitely his mom's fault for putting a goddamn thing on a family group chat. What if you're out with friends having well, you're out with friends having drinks at a bar and all of a sudden you read that text, you look Bing. down and just think, I need to go home. I have to leave now. I'm having fun, but I've got to go. Oh, that's weird. I have to never go home again. Oh. I got plenty of time. We can do whatever we want tonight because I'm never going home. I'm about to be a family tragedy. So there you go. There's your worst person on the planet. Thanks for checking out the podcast today. Uh you can again you can get caught up all things JLNK by heading over to JLNKshow.com. And as always, we'll see you next Tuesday. Podcasts by Federated Media.